being able to do those two things has really helped launch my effectiveness in finding the jobs that are the right jobs for me, which fortifies my brand. Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there. And plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Hey everybody, Jason Patria here, and you are listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast, which is the podcast for people just like you who are looking to own your career, turn up the volume, and lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, I can't believe that we are already here in March 2021. Where is the time going? But the most exciting thing about March is that it is the month that we celebrate women's history. And I am excited to celebrate women on brand because my career and my life has been influenced by so many amazing women. So I'm going to ask you to visit leadwithyourbrand.com where we are curating all of our episodes with some of the women I love. Now, these are women who are making amazing impact in not only their industry, but the world. You're going to hear from some of our most popular episodes Episodes, including Gail McGovern, the CEO of the American Red Cross, Jackie Hernandez, the CEO of New Majority Ready, Dr. Lois Frankel, who's the best-selling author of so many books, including Nice Girls Don't Get the Corner Office, Juliette Morris, the former CEO of TuneIn, and Gabrielle Gambrell, who's a communications and branding expert. Make sure you visit leadwithyourbrand.com to check out our list of women on brand for Women's History Month. And speaking of women who have really inspired and changed my life, I have to go back to the first woman I met, and that is my fabulous mother, Janine Patria. Now, I really learned two amazing things from my mom. I always realized that as a teacher who taught in the Los Angeles Unified School District for over 30 years, I learned how to be an amazing facilitator and teacher. I would have times where I got to go and sit in her classroom and uh, sit just with the students if I had a day off from my school or I was on a different spring break. And I would sit in the pods and I would learn because she would tell amazing stories and she was dynamic and she would ask fabulous questions that would get the entire room and our smaller pods really going. So that was the first thing I learned from her via Osmosis, that's where I learned my amazing skills at being able to facilitate the cool interactive keynotes and workshops that I do today, not for kids, but really for adults in the corporate learning space. But you know, the second thing I really learned from my mom was all about 
having a brand. Now, you all know that I talk all of the time about the difference between being a commodity and a super premium brand. So remember, in your career, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? And you know what? I learned early on that parents always wanted their kids to be in my mom's class. And you know, if I visited her school or I was around other teachers who were her friends, I would always hear, oh, everyone wants their kids in Miss Patria's class. Everyone wants to get their kids at into this class. And I just kind of thought, oh, well, that's because she's a fun teacher. But I realized it was ultimately that as a teacher in the second largest public school district in the United States, my mom had a unique brand. Because while everyone was a teacher, her brand wasn't defined by just being a teacher and what she did for a living. Her brand was defined by the value and the impact that she brought. And ultimately, people knew that if you were a student in her class, she would help your child I'd be able to be identified if they were gifted and talented. She would help your child reach their educational goals. She would help you and your child figure out what the best next move was after you graduated from elementary school, right? What was the right middle school to go to that was going to put you on a path as a young person to be a successful contributing member of society? So here's my question for you when you think about your brand. It's not what you do. It's not about being an accountant. It's not about being an HR representative. It's not even just about being an executive. Those are the job titles. Your brand must be identified by the value that you bring. What are those superpowers that translate into results for your career audience? Well, I am thrilled for our next guest. It is Joanne Tabalea Murphy, who is the National Director of Corporate Affairs and Constituent Relations for Walmart. Now, Joanne joined Walmart in 2013, and she's responsible for building partnerships and strategies that advance stakeholder advocacy and transform social change, building trust in communities where Walmart's businesses are located. Now, in support of Walmart's external diverse stakeholders, Joanne created and leads the newly launched Lead Hership Coalition. This coalition is in partnership with Working Mother and is an alliance of companies and nonprofits committed to addressing issues that impede diverse women's progress. Joanne holds seats on several board of directors and advisory boards, including WIPP, Enterprising Women Magazine, OCA National, and Gold House Book Club. She's held prior roles in corporate and public service, including brand marketing, supplier diversity, training, and even a court magistrate. Her previous employers include Miller Coors, the Coors Brewing Company, McKesson, the Bailey Company Arby's, the In-Between, and the City of Florence in the state of Oregon. We'll be back in just a few moments with Joanne Tabalea Murphy. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. 
He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. And we're back, and I am super excited for our guest. She is the National Director of Corporate Affairs and Constituent Relations at Walmart. It's Joanne Tabalea Murphy. Joanne, how are you today? I am really great. Just really happy to be here on your show. Thank you. Of course. So, Joanne, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is you have such a varied career, right? Not only in terms of function, whether it's it's public service and corporate affairs or marketing, but also you've been in government. You've been in the beer business. You work for, you know, the world's largest, largest retailer. Talk to me a little bit about your career. What have been some of the biggest career breakthrough moments for you? I've done all kinds of things. You're absolutely right. And all of those different roles helped me to build a foundation of understanding people, understanding business. In the meantime, I was raising a family and I was a single parent for a while. But the biggest jump, the biggest learning for me was when I moved to Walmart. I wasn't looking for a job. I, um, Someone that I really respect, a sponsor, who had nothing to do with Walmart, found out about this job and said, this job is, is written for you. And I said, why? And he said, because you have this passion and a sense of purpose about advocating for others, whether it be in business or in the community and for nonprofits, but you have this passion. And this job is what will help serve that passion for you. And I said, but I'd have to move. I've never moved for a job. I supported a husband who moved for his job, but not the other way around. And um, I was happy in my job. And he said, and this was really key. He said, what's the problem? (laughs) (laughs) And that will always stick in my head because it made me stop and think, what is the problem? What's holding you back? Are you afraid? Why are you afraid? You have nothing to lose, right? You have people who support you. And if he has faith in my abilities, why don't I have enough faith in my abilities? And that was probably one of the biggest aha moments um, I've ever had. But that also tells you the value of a sponsor and the value of a mentor. How have you found sponsors and mentors and, and successfully in a way that they've actually said, this is the dream job for you? Yeah, well, you know, you got to kind of get off your chair and do something. <laughs> Most <laughs> of and set your expectations, right? So. I would say that, um, so right now I mentor a group of, it's come built up to about 30 women. Some of the work that I do is around really lifting and helping women of color advance within the company as well as external outside of the company. Often people come to me and, and say, oh, I really would like your job. So can you mentor me? which probably isn't the most effective way to get a mentor. (laughs) Um, 
because, you know, I get a lot of people who ask me to mentor them. But what's more important is how do you match yourself to someone who can do a good job of mentoring you? And what I've found along the way and some of the mentoring, there's all kinds of mentoring trainings out there for you on and, and recommendations on how to find good mentors. One of, one of the ways that I found that works for me is number one, always, if you're looking within your company, look for someone at least two levels above you. You might ask why, because that person two levels above you is going to be the person who's going to help you through your career and hire you or somebody at that same level. They also have peers that they have that they know that will also help your career as well. So look at least a couple of levels and don't be afraid to ask, but know why you're asking. Is there something that you see, perhaps it's an attribute or how they've moved their career that you want to learn about? So be very specific and ask for mentoring. The other thing too is don't don't ask to be to meet with your mentor, you know, once a week. (laughs) (laughs) That just doesn't work. It's better if you are more realistic. I would say realistic is probably asking to be mentored perhaps quarterly. Some mm-hmm. of our, and have different mentors for different things. So what, if it's for perhaps dealing with a certain issue in within your company and um, perhaps you want that mentoring, maybe you have an issue with your with your boss. Maybe that you need mentoring on, you know, how how do you navigate a difficult boss. And um, so be very specific. Maybe you need somebody who looks like you. Maybe that person. Um, so I have mentors who, some who look like me, some for different purposes, some within the company, some with outside of the company, because outside you need to have an array, your board of directors, they used to call it, an array yeah. of different mentors, right? And how did you find that sponsor that connected you with your role at Walmart? Well, and the sponsor will probably know who I'm talking about once he hears this. (laughs) (laughs) Over the years, I've built relationships with many different people. And um, this particular sponsor, I had a relationship and I had brought value to to him in different ways um, with his business. And um, that had helped him connect to other people. And he wanted that. I didn't know that at the time. Um, I also didn't realize that there was uh, currency there. And yeah. with that currency, and, and you, you know, you, you, sometimes you, you stumble into things. And that's a great thing because then the learning becomes really valuable. And it's got stick-to-itiveness as well, I think. But that that sponsor was the one who re, who who was mindful enough to see that I had potential and I had nowhere to go in the business that I was in, and that there was no longer a career. And he also saw a sense of dissatisfaction that was building within me that I didn't see. And so he approached me. 
Tell me a little bit about when you were in the beer business and you were going into the Korean grocery stores. I get bored a little easily sometimes. So I'll start with that. <laughs> if I start feeling like I'm not getting challenged and uh, I will start to look for other areas in the company where I feel that there are gaps that need to be filled. And, you know, it doesn't have to be within my scope of work, but I take that responsibility and feel like I need to tell someone. And if there is no capacity to be able to take that on, then I offer to take that on myself. And so one of the things that I was in charge of at the time was lifting liquor store owners who were diverse. So um, I worked with Asian American, Asian liquor store owners, um, Ethiopian, um, Syrian owned liquor stores. And I found that the distributors, the salespeople and the company's um, salespeople didn't really understand those cultural differences and how to sell to perhaps to those liquor store owners more effectively. So I went ahead and just took that upon myself to, um, to help that be part of the business along. And even though it wasn't part of my job and I wasn't getting paid for it, I went ahead and put together a, a book, a primer on how to sell to these different ethnic store or ethnic store owners and, and really how to, understand their culture and who's really running the store. Is it really the wife that's running the store? And the Korean, I love working, um, working with the Korean American liquor store and grocers association. They just are so warm and embraced me. They even hosted me in South Korea as I was um, doing speaking gigs in South Korea, because there was a trust that was built because they knew I was their voice for the, within the company. They also knew that um, I could help them understand the ins and outs of the company better so they could become not only better customers or partners for the company, but also so, so that, you know, we could become a more trusted partner because relationships, as you know, is built on, in, on trust. The only stumbling factor of that was Tabalea is my last name is a hard name to pronounce. It's a Filipino name and grandpa only half Americanized it. So <laughs> saying my name when they were introducing me to speak or whatever it was at their conferences was really hard. So it was just better for me to just say, you know, just call me Joanne, even though I self-identify you people self-identify with how they're called, right? Yeah. But uh, some things just aren't worth it. <laughs> but um, I I miss them dearly. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about brand. Now, you're someone that's worked in brand marketing, marketing communications over the course of a long career. And you've worked for these mega brands, right? Miller Coors, Walmart, what are some things that you've seen in the marketing and brand marketing process that big companies do that you think we could do as leaders to brand ourselves? It's interesting that you ask because um, one of the things that some brands do well and some brands don't do so well is really reflecting in their ads, for instance, 
their customer base and making sure they're relevant and that the messaging is relevant. And when you think about your own brand, you think about your relevance as well to, you know, who are you trying to sell yourself to and how effective is that? What a, a great thing to do, and I'm sure you've probably done this well as well, is we do these 360 checkups on ourselves. Yeah. You learn a lot. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can't just send it to your friends to do, right? Because you really want an honest look at what your brand looks like. And um, what I've learned, in, in, for instance, in brand marketing is that not everybody likes for instance, the same beer taste as you do. And um, if the beer particular brand or persona doesn't match who you're trying to sell to, that sucks because that's not going to go anywhere. Well, it's the same way with um, your personal brand as well. If, if what you see here in front of you, if what you see when you see me is not what uh, matches with what I'm saying, then you're not going to get anywhere. It just doesn't make any sense. And that will hold you back. The sad thing is, is that there also is unconscious bias that falls into that. And that colors or influences what that looks like. Absolutely. And, you know, Joanne, I talk all of the time for... Uh, anyone from a marginalized community, right? And you talked about being a woman of color and a member of the Asian Pacific Islander community. You know, it's, it's almost as if, if we don't put our brand out there, we're just defined by sort of the societal stereotype or bias. So what are some things that you've learned over your career to replace that bias with your own authentic brand? Oh boy, it's it's been quite a journey as far as not being put in a box because uh-huh. people tend it's it's just human nature to try to put someone in a box and if you don't fit then they don't know what to do, right? Yeah. Uh, and and when they look at you, they expect perhaps expect through their own unconscious biases how to react, how to interact with you how to engage with you. And one of those things, especially for Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, is that um, we just work hard. We don't say a lot. And and some of that is true. And as I have grown through my career, that has been true. However, I found that I wasn't getting anywhere. And that was frustrating to me. So I asked several people who I respect, who I've seen grow their careers up, and I've asked them, how do you perceive me? When I'm in a meeting with you, what do you want to see from me? And what changed that? The, 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 well, the, the great mentoring that I received helped me get through what I needed to do to make changes. And one of those changes was not only don't wait for somebody to invite you to the table, mm-hmm. you just get that chair and step up to the table. 
and so how have you sort of thinking of that sort of brand marketing rule and then layering it with that bias piece, how have you kind of broken through that over the years? Well, it's really standing up for understanding your purpose and understanding your purpose needs to really come together with what you're doing in life. We spend so many hours working and your career, you know, I'm really fortunate. I've had jobs just to pay the bills because I was now I have a career where it's almost a, a, Sometimes one can think that it's a luxury to have a career, Um, but matching your purpose in life and knowing what that is. So mine is advocating for others, advancing others who did not have um, that advantage as they, as, as they start to build their career, who don't have that advantage. Also being willing to fight for positive social change and humanity being able to do those two things has really helped launch my effectiveness in finding the jobs that are the right jobs for me which fortifies my brand right because then people know oh this is where she's going this is the experience that we can offer her or that she's going to pursue that totally makes sense i um, and, and for instance, I've been in this space of working with um, communities of color for many, many years. And um, I pick my battles, but when I feel strongly that um, perhaps my, my customer base, my constituent base is not being heard um, or uh, the company is forgetting about them, perhaps in advertising or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, I put my brand out there and I start and people know she's serious about this and we need to pay attention because she wouldn't say anything if she wasn't serious about this and that it's going to be good for the company. Yeah. So it's like you're really leveraging your brand to make impact and change. And there's a risk to that. <laughs> <laughs> and a pretty great reward when it works, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, so I had a mentor um, a while ago who said, wow, Joanne, you're, you're constantly thinking about climbing the ladder and, and so forth and, and getting the next promotion and, and so forth. And she said, are you happy? And I said, why are you asking me that? And she said, (laughs) because happiness will come in your career when you feel fulfilled. And that's always stuck with me. That when I'm looking for the next, whatever the next is, it needs to be fulfilling. I need to feel it within myself. And I really talk to my mentees about that as well, that you know, look for something that's going to be fulfilling and have that as your goal. It doesn't have to be immediate with the next career jump that you have, but know what you're wanting to attain eventually. That's really important in life. So Joanne, just some final quick questions. What three words define your brand? 
ethical is mm-hmm. one. Advocacy is another one. And confidence. Awesome. We've been talking a little bit about brands. So what is your favorite brand? What can't you live without? My favorite brand is, you're going to laugh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. (laughs) I am an old school funk chick. (laughs) And if you were a type of car, what type of car would you be? Well, I would say that I'm probably a um, Lamborghini. Ooh, and why? Because I like to be fast. And finally, what is the best career advice that you'd like to pass on to our listeners? No one can build your brand but you. Mm. Mm. Well, Joanne, thank you so much for spending time with us. And we'll be back in a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. Wow, I just loved that conversation with Joanne. There were just so many great tidbits and pieces of of advice, everything from finding that sponsor to really honing and refining your brand and seeking feedback. But the things that really stood out for me were those whole core notions about leading with your brand. I love how she hit home on that fact that you have to know who your audience is and you need to super serve them. It is great to be who you are and it's great to be your authentic you, but you've got to deliver to that career audience that is buying. So you either need to make yourself work for that audience, or you need to find the audience that is willing to buy your current brand. I also loved that sage advice that she had all about knowing your purpose. You know, Joanne really defined it. You can have tons of jobs, but that career is really defined when you bring your passion and your purpose to what is needed with all of your amazing skills and talents. So that's your challenge. Go out there and find your purpose and make your career happen. Well, that's our show for this week. If you had a blast, make sure that you leave a comment and rate the show. And make sure to follow me on all social media channels at Jason Patria. Now, remember, as I shared at the top of the show, we are celebrating Women's History Month in a big way. So tune in next week because all month long, we are featuring amazing women on brand who are making an impact in their industries and the world. Plus, visit leadwithyourbrand.com to hear some of our favorite episodes from women from season number one. And remember, in your career, don't be coffee. Make sure you're a super premium brand like Starbucks. 
You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.